this is something that we've kind of seen now really take hold post-pandemic. And I'm wondering if maybe there might be some relation to the fact that there was a big increase in consumption that took place over those couple of years. And now we're seeing a, a bit of a, a different approach. Our guest to talk about this is an alcohol-free sommelier, founding editor and publisher of Some Good Clean Fun, Sarah Kate. Sarah, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Hi, thanks for having me today. We're seeing big alcohol brands like Guinness and Tanqueray Gin now make non-alcoholic versions of their products. And it's kind of piggybacking on this idea of sober curiosity. So let's just clarify, Sarah, what does it mean to be sober curious? So I think that um, a lot of people think that to be sober curious, you have to like have a drinking problem. And I actually think that's really, it's quite far from the truth. Sober curious just means that you're interested in you know, choosing a non-alcoholic option or not drinking at some, whether it's for a day, a week, a month or forever. So, um, you know, sober curious, I think, you know, it's not, oh my gosh, you have to stop drinking right now. I, I personally have an alcohol-free lifestyle and I love it and I'm so happy I made that choice. But I think that sober curiosity is like, um, you know, I think I'm going to take a break from alcohol this week, this month. I want to, you know, you know, feel good, feel healthy. And so I'm going to do that. So I think that's that's generally what it means. Taking a break from alcohol, whether you're going to do that for, you know, a really long extended period of time forever or just, you know, a week or two. Is it related at all to, to COVID? Because there were so many reports that people were really consuming a lot more during that period. So is, does this have anything to do with people deciding to maybe kind of reframe their choices? Yeah, I think there's there's a couple of different things. There's, you know, there's a number one during COVID, people really came face to face with what it's like to, to over consume an addictive substance and then took a step back and say, I don't like the way this makes me feel and, and started realizing that it was sort of unhealthy. And um, so that's part of it. There's also a democratization of information now about alcohol and like what it does to you. It's not behind closed doors anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the millennial and Gen Z, gener- you know, t- TikTok social generation is very much all about self-care and well health and wellness that they want they know the information they want every it's all about being your best self and you know waking up with a hangover is not your best self so i think that there's a couple of like you know we're in a very wellness focused society and so all these things have kind of come to a head and uh, gen z also has access to cannabis uh, way more than other generations ever did and so they're perhaps you know there's a reduction in drinking because they're choosing that instead of alcohol so um, you know all those things have come to create this environment where non-alcoholic drinks are thriving. Yeah it's interesting that you mention Gen Z and their access to different types of substances maybe they're just choosing something different but is this a generational thing are we seeing now more younger generations decide to be sober curious is that is that where this movement is really taking hold? It is 100%. This is being driven by, I mean, of course, all the, all across all demographics, people are in general reducing their consumption um, and choosing choosing to go without alcohol for either a long period of time or a short period of time. But Gen Z and the like younger millennials are really driving this 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 force of like they want to choose something different. It's, it's definitely generational. I think I just saw something in one of the newspapers recently that club owners are are getting upset because you know gen z's are coming to clubs and they're not drinking like you know even 250 shots or whatever the price is now i have no idea but um you know they're not they're not drinking as much as other generations and i can i can believe that and club owners need to understand they need to start having non-alcoholic uh like maybe adaptogenic drinks like euphorics on the menu or something that is Mm -hmm. that is marketed towards that generation there are so many more options 
available now. And I'm saying this as someone who is 33 weeks pregnant and over the summertime, all I wanted was to have a patio beer. And I'm looking around and trying to find something. Thank you. There was like a non-alcoholic option. It actually really surprised me, Sarah, just how many companies, big, well-known companies are now offering something that's sort of like a craft beer. It it feels like this industry is booming. I think there's still room for more, but there is so much more available than there ever was, isn't there? Yeah, so two years ago when I launched somegoodcleanfun.com, it was the aim was to write about drinks, non-alcoholic drinks, and write about lifestyle stuff related to, like, you know, the benefits and the joys of not drinking. And there wasn't a lot of non-alcoholic drinks to write about. And so you can believe, like, it was, you know, it was a good um, balance of content. And now it's, like, 80% of the content on the on the site is about non-alcoholic drinks because there's so many. I can barely keep up. My writers can barely keep up. And, um, you know, there's something coming out on the market every day, whether that's a big, you know, as, as you knew from the news today, big alcohol brands are now getting on board. But there's also tons and tons of small producers who are innovating and creating really craft products that cater to that person who really wants taste and, and elegance and elevation, uh, an elevated option. And different than just offering a non-alcoholic versions, you can you can sort of put something um, that gives you, I suppose, maybe a natural buzz is, is one way to explain it. You, you just mentioned adaptogenics and, and some of these other yeah. types of products. Can you explain a little bit yeah. about what those do? Yeah, so the, uh, there's the typical like things that are trying to be a dupe of your regular wine, beer, and spirits, but there's also this whole category of adaptogen- adaptogenic and euphoric drinks, which they add in things like ashwagandha, lion's mane, reishi, like um, mushroom, adaptogenic mushrooms, um, things that might like work, you know, make a, a small impact on you in a in a healthier way. So these are these aren't alcohol, these aren't drugs, these are things that are natural substances. And sure, you can probably go overboard on natural substances, but there's, you know, there's limitations to how much you can put in, in a drink in, in Canada. And um, so, for instance, there's, there's uh, you know, lots of different, different types of euphoric drinks that have something that makes you relaxed or calm. And I've had them, I have them all the time, and um, it depends on which one you have, but sometimes it can knock me out, like, and I feel cranky. <laughs> because I've had it, um, you know, if I'm not ready for bed yet. And there's other ones that are just really like a very gentle, a very gentle calm. And if you're pregnant, you probably shouldn't try this <laughs> um, because I don't know if they're like, they're not, this is not for people who are pregnant. These are for people who just are, you know, want something, you know, maybe are used to the kick of alcohol and are easing into the lifestyle. This is a nice way to do it. It's like a bridge between like complete no alcohol and a full boozy drink it's like something in the middle that kind of like you know gives you a little boost of energy or might give you a little bit of a like call like calm your senses well it gives people options and i I think that that's such a great thing because it doesn't seem that this lifestyle or this trend is is really going anywhere sarah what what products are you or brands are you really excited about being on the market right now what where, where would you kind of steer people so I, I really love Canadian non-alcoholic craft beer. We're doing a really good job in Canada. So look up your local brewers. I was just looking just before the call. There's a brand, a new brand from Alberta called Tuesday, Tuesday Brewing. And I don't know if it's Edmonton or Calgary. It's one of the two. But, you know, I think uh, I just had a taste of their their new one of their products and it's really good um you know non-alcoholic spirits there's um you know start tequila non-alcoholic tequila i'm really excited about because i love margaritas
margaritas and palomas. And there's a whole bunch of them on the market now. Some of them are not so great, but there's a lot that are good. So if you like a tequila-based drink, you know, and the holidays are coming up, there's great whiskeys out there. There's, you know, a couple of really great options for, uh, there's a brand from um, Quebec called HP, and they make uh, a, a single malt scotch that's non-alcoholic. And, you know, if you're a scotch lover, it's not going to be exactly the same. Um, you're going to be critical of it for sure. But for somebody out there who might want to taste that scotch in a holiday drink, uh, that might be, you know, might be something nice. You have to mix it. You have to mix these things with something. You can't, it's not meant for drinking straight, but they make a scotch, a tequila, and a, uh, I think they make uh, a rum to a spiced rum. Oh yeah, for eggnog and stuff. So that's, that's HP. That's a brand I'm really, excited about it's a canadian brand um you know and then there's also like you know in the wine world there's some good wines out there there's some great non-alcoholic wines i'm not going to list them all but you can you know you can go on my website somegoodcleanfun.com see the reviews but slowly and surely we're getting there we're getting to to a place where there's really great non-alcoholic wine where you might drink it and say okay this is like 98 percent there hmm what would you say are some of the main benefits that people are experiencing, Sarah, when they're kind of exploring a, a sober, curious lifestyle? They're trying, they're using these products and they're eliminating alcohol, or at least, um, at least lessening the amount that they're having. Yeah, I, actually, it's so funny. I don't even know where to start on that question because there's so many things. Like, you know, you're getting up in the morning clear-headed. For me, that was a big thing was that I really wanted to connect with my kids and my family and be present in my life. And um, this happened before the pandemic. I was just like, I don't like alcohol anymore. And I found that the first thing is like just weekend mornings are such a joy. <laughs> it never gets old. It never gets old waking up on a Sunday or Saturday, like and having a coffee on the porch and not feeling groggy. And of course, there's always going to be life stuff that makes you more tired or cranky or whatever. But it's just it just takes that that stress away of like feeling feeling crummy and um, you know my skin. And people's skin improves, your digestion improves, your your ability to handle stress improves as well. So that was, you know, now I like I, I was able to ride out the pandemic without too much stress or anxiety, like literally no anxiety. And I think if I had still had a habit of having wine every day, I would have been a lot more anxious. So it, it definitely helps with anxiety and stress. But it's so good, I think, to clear to, to kind of classify it as a habit, because I think for so many people, that's exactly what it is. It's that justification of yeah. after a long day, it's that habit yeah. of having something. Yeah. And now you kind of have... Yeah. The option yeah. of having something else. So and we see our we saw our parents do it. So right. then we're just mimicking them. And our kids hopefully are gonna see our parents saying, Maybe I'm gonna take a break today. And then that we're setting a new tone for a new generation. Sarah, thank you so much for this. Really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Have of a good course. evening. You too. That's Sarah Kate, alcohol free sommelier, founding editor and publisher of Some Good Clean Fun. You can check out her website at somegoodcleanfun.ca.